Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Chat Careers Advice. I'm Scott Keyes and I work in recruitment at PwC and I'm here to chat to you all things careers. I would normally be joined by my co-host Charlotte Lever, however, it will be just myself today and our special guest. Today we'll be discussing a topic which we will hope will inspire many of our listeners. We all know the importance of technology and the ever-increasing role it's playing in every aspect of our lives. And when we think about careers, over the last decade, we've seen a big shift in the number of women joining the technology industry. So today we're joined by Louise Black, who started her career at PwC straight from university and is now a director in our banking and capital markets team. Hi, Louise. Hi, Scott. Thank you very much for having me today. You're more than welcome. As our listeners will know, we kick off each episode by asking our guest what their most human moment has been for the week. We've had some great stories recently. So Louise, would you like to share your human moment for the week? And um, I've listened to some of the stories that have been told already, Scott, and I'm not sure I can compete with those. Um, but certainly my human moment for this week is, as you know, we're kind of in a hybrid working environment at the minute. So some people in the office, some people not. And my moment or my incident that I had this week was actually sitting in the middle of the office and I was on a client call with the CIO from my current project. And I had a colleague come in that I hadn't seen in a long time. He came rushing over, started chatting to me, you know, all enthusiastic, fantastic to see you. Oh, I like that your nails are matching your top, kind of went into this whole thing. and. I'm unmuted on a client call trying to present something to the client who heard the whole thing and were very interested to find out actually what was happening in the office and who it was and to introduce to my colleague. So um, just shows kind of some of the things that we're trying to deal with on a day to day basis. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll not have any of that while we're trying to do this today. Yeah, fingers crossed. And who knows, <laughs> that might be the new norm, right? We expect it, it could uh, be. things like that to happen. Exactly that. Brilliant, brilliant story. Thank you, Louise, for sharing that. Um, so, Louise. What would you say is great about a career um, in the technology industry? So I think, Scott, one of the reasons why I got involved in the technology industry was around the constant opportunities to learn and get involved in new things. So technology is always changing and evolving. And if I look at financial services where I'm currently working, um, the amount of investment in technology and development is so great. There's over a billion dollars a year being pumped into fintechs and they're actually looking at innovation for the industry. So things like artificial intelligence, blockchain, cryptocurrencies. Um, and certainly it's beyond actually the expectations that I had whenever I started working in technology consulting. So it's not just the traditional consulting that we kind of got to know in terms of, you know, do a PowerPoint presentation or write a report for your client. It's about building tangible assets for your client and being able to see things being created and the satisfaction that you can get out of that. And if I look back a number um, of years ago, we might have been building something or working something and it could have taken months or years to actually develop. Now things um, are moving so quickly that actually we can get outputs for our clients a matter of weeks and months. Um, and even if I look now at our audit practice, you know, they have started to use drones to do things like some of the stock techs that they do on um, whether it's on a large factory or shipping containers. So it's it's just, I think, the opportunities that it has and kind of how everything is continuing to evolve that is, you know, a fantastic reason to get involved in technology. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just going back, you mentioned some really um, some some buzzwords, I call them like innovation, AI, for example. And we heard about these these buzzwords years ago and maybe we didn't see them coming through to fruition. And now which we're seeing the results and impact of that. When you first came into technology, did you know about AI, for example? Was that was that a thing when, when you started off your career? 
I think you're right, Scott. What it was back then was actually a buzzword. And never did I think actually that joining PwC, that it's something that I might get involved in a number of years down the line and something that actually we would be talking to clients about. So it, it's actually saying those things in the future that are actually now coming to the forefront of the work that we're doing and actually really reinventing some of the solutions that we're going to our clients with, which is fantastic. Yeah, and, and to the last point you mentioned around the drones that, that are being used in audit practices um, in the industry, it's incredible because years ago, again, you, if someone said that to you or I, you probably don't say, how does that work? You don't envisage that, but now it's coming to life. It's, it's mind-blowing how fast technology is actually moving. And fortunately enough, in the technology industry at the forefront, like yourself, you get to witness that first that firsthand, right? Yeah, and some of these things, so like you say, some of the technology that we've spent our lives kind of playing with at home, we're kind of getting involved in, are now things that people are actually commercializing and making money with and actually using to run more efficient businesses or more efficient processes. So when you stand back and look at that, actually the opportunities that it opens up to people is unbelievable. Yeah, and, and I suppose if, you, if you're an individual that, individual that has a innovative mindset, I think if you're working for a you know a good brand a, a good firm that will let free reign essentially and if you know I always be always got told the best technologists are the craziest ones that have these solutions that people don't tend to think of um so and that leads me nicely on to my next question so you've worked in te in the technology industry for for a number of years now um what would you say has been some of the biggest highlights in your career to date what are standouts for you um, as you say, so I've worked in technology and PwC for 12 years, so there's quite a lot to go through on that. Um, probably, though, for me, some of the biggest highlights have been actually when we've been able to help our clients understand the value of technology and really unlock that and help them to kind of see how they can improve their business or improve themselves through using that technologies. Probably one of the standout experiences that I've had um, is having the opportunity to create a new business from scratch. And that was actually working with the CEO to realize their ambition and vision to set up a new bank. So he came to us with an idea, you know, a market segment that he wanted to target, um, an idea around the products that he wanted to offer from a banking perspective. And we turned that into a business case, an operating model, a roadmap, and actually a whole suite of technology. So it went from one person having an idea to actually us being able to help him build an entire organization and a, tech, a suite of technology to be able to run that bank. And I look back that on that fondly and go, actually, when you can you know, look in the real world and see what you've done and what you've achieved and what you've supported someone in doing, for me, that's a real standout moment. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Obviously, you, you think of someone to build a, a bank and you, obviously you paid a very, very integral part of that. Um, Huge, huge achievement, I'm sure. I'm sure there's many others, but yeah, that's a, that's a great uh, example to share with us. Thanks, Louise. So, so over the past few years, you've seen, we, well, we've seen in the industry more and more opportunities for females um, in the technology industry. What can we be doing to create a more inclusive environment for women, for women to thrive within technology? Do you think? Well, look, I think that's right, Scott, and it's certainly better than what it was. And I think there's a lot more awareness around the importance of diversity and building a diverse team, and that includes gender diversity. Um, and I think the starting point of that is actually looking at, you know, 
the routes that we use to employ our people and to recruit our people. So um, linking up with the universities, which we do a lot to make sure that we're tapping into the young female talent, making sure that we're connected into the right networks. So whether it's um, women in STEM, um, and actually some of the opportunities that we have are around um, working the Women in Business program. So having females come in and shadow role models for a, while, for a few days, you know, to start actually opening up and um, showing people the opportunities of females to get involved in that. And I think that's a really important point around actually having female role models in technology so that others can look up to them. And certainly for me, that's how I started my career in technology. My sister had gone to university to do computer science. I kind of went, oh, okay, she's doing that. I want to do something similar. And I went to university and did business information technology. So kind of having someone and seeing that actually as a female, I can do that. It's not just, you know, a male oriented career. Then I think mm -hmm. it opens up and kind of, it makes it a lot more inclusive. And then I think there's something around actually helping and supporting females develop whenever we do, whenever they are in those technology careers and helping them see what the career paths are and making sure that they have equal opportunity to the right opportunities so that actually they can get the experience and they can, can progress. No, absolutely. Thank you. And, and I, was, I was speaking um, with someone at the C-suite not so long ago. And again, we got on the um, inclusion and diversity topic, mainly focused around gender. Um, and the answer in a nutshell, what he gave me, was, I thought was really eye-opening. Um, we've all, going back to um, this podcast around women in technology, they were working on a transformation program um, with a, a retail company. And first of all, it was 80-20 male dominated and they switched it around. And they said they got a better output having, a more, having more females around the table than female, uh, the males. Reason being because some of them were were, were mums, um, and working mums, and it's just a different insight as to what the modern world is doing, and it's having a different lens yeah. on that transformation. Because some people have very narrow vision, right? And we understand that. We think, I'm sure the customers would want X. Well, hang about. Do we un do we know their customer group? Um, if you have a different lens from people from different you know backgrounds, some people work from home with their children home learning it's multicultural I think it from from what I'm hearing and what I see it does have a huge huge impact positively having a, a diverse uh, group of individuals and having that role model i.e your sister to look up to as well that obviously put you in good stead and obviously gave you a willingness to get into into technology you're exactly right Scott because if we look at it you know if you get like-minded people who are all the same kind of all have kind of similar views around a table they're going to pretty much come up with the same idea but when you you know throw in a diverse range of people they bring different perspectives as you as you say different lenses to actually a problem and i think it encourages people to be more creative and braver and come up with those different ideas so certainly it's a lot more positive to create that diverse um, group and actually um, what we're doing in PwC around encouraging females into technology through role models through different recruitment programs through targeting um, different teams I, I can see that happening across the industry you know when I go out and try and recruit in Northern Ireland for example I'm talking to um, other people in the big four or in other tech um, sectors, everyone's now trying to target the same people and trying to get the same females, you know, into technology. Yeah. So everyone recognizes it and is trying to do something about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and for, for those people that are thinking about a career within technology, do, do you have any recommendations on how and where they could start their career? 
uh, I imagine you've you've been involved in a number of wider initiatives throughout your career today. So I think one of the things that I would say to start with, Scott, because I know this puts off or or um, people step away from it because they don't have a background in technology or it's not something that they have any experience with. And one of the things that I would say is actually be curious, ask questions and get involved. So even if you don't have a background in technology, a lot of the programs that um, the big companies run, a lot of the graduate programs, for example, give you the training that you need and actually help you with those technology skills. Um, so I wouldn't, first of all, go, oh, I would really like to get involved in that, but I have no experience, so I'm not going to even try. So that's my first thing I would say is just go for it. If you're interested in it, then 100% get involved. Um, there's things um, in the industry that I would kind of tap into in terms of actually staying on top of technology trends. Um, quite recently, I got involved um, in something that PwC sponsors around digital DNA. And it's about actually bringing kind of anyone who's interested in technology and, and bringing digital technology to the forefront of people's minds. Um, it connects a lot of tech, a lot of tech and business community together and is actually a brilliant place to go and explore career opportunities coming up, you know, trends that are happening in the industry. Um, and I would just kind of reach out and tap into things like that to get involved. And I suppose back to your point around people necessarily that don't have a technology background, it's uh... I always say if you're that individual looking and, and you're curious about technology what transferable skills do you have to whether it be a technology role right well, it might be a project manager role there's transferable skills there clearly which leads me on nice on to my next question so so where do you see the, the future of technology going i think that's a really difficult question scott because i'm um, back to the beginning if i'd said to you a few years ago do you think we'd be using drones in pwc we would have probably never said yes to that um Look, what we have seen, though, is through COVID, digitization has just accelerated. Everything from the way we work, the way we socialize, it's all changed. Um, and that's, I don't think we're going to go back to anything like what we had previously. And everyone's now kind of taken on board the advantages of using technology in terms of our businesses, and that's going to continue to accelerate. Um, you know, you look at the news at the minute and things like, space travel that we never thought was going to be a thing is actually becoming more commercialized so i kind of all constraints are out the window at the minute and we continue to you know move forward with the different technology trends that there are and actually um even if we look now so a big topic at the minute is around cop 26 and certainly if we look at actually what's happened in covid and the fact that we've all had to move to this virtual world you know, that's a real positive impact from a climate perspective. So if I look at one of the projects that we're doing currently is actually with a team in Saudi Arabia and we have a team in London actually delivering that project. Previously before COVID, that would have involved, you know, a team of people getting on a, on a flight every week to go and do that. And certainly um, before COVID happened, I was working in a job in South Africa and I traveled over there every two weeks, you know, so even the likes of actually now moving towards a lot more digital working ways of working we're currently you know we're helping our kind of climate um it's progressing in the way forward and i think that'll be a big topic that we talk about going forward and it's, absolutely and it's ticking a lot of boxes just outside our general day jobs as you say around air pollution with, with flying and, and things like that and the we, i remember a few I'd, I'd like to get your view on this I'll probably say about six years ago, I asked a, a technologist, um, what would you recommend? Um, and it was, I'll be honest, it was my daughter. 
uh, she was one at the time, what do you recommend my daughter to study um, when she leaves school? Should it be coding? Because coding was the big, everyone needs to be coding, that's the future. And he turned around and said to me, and said, no, AI will do the coding for us. It's what's after that. Um, I was quite, well, okay, I was quite gossip about that. I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe it, but it is, that's, that just goes to show how fast technology is moving. Where, where, where do you see, again, I know you've already answered the question, but technology as a whole, where, is there any real, real, real spots you would, you would recommend to, to, to the people listening in that, you know, if there's an area to focus on at all? Look, AI is continuing to develop and, and always will do. Um, it's interesting on the coding point. So I was out with dinner um, last week. I have um, a network of different females in technology actually from across a number of different companies in Northern Ireland and we get together every couple of months. Um, one of the things that we talked about were um, some of the um, individuals who actually studied coding um, at university kind of were reflecting on the point that actually no one needs to do that because actually artificial intelligence is moving forward that actually what you need to do is a lot less now so you don't need to spend days kind of going through I got an error in my code I have to go through all of this now and try and work out what that was um we were reflecting on the driverless car and actually talking about do we think in a few years time there'll be no such thing as a driver's at a driving test because actually you've got a car there who's going to do it with you and it's the exact same thing you know if you apply it from a technology perspective scary thought um which i 100 will always rely on people who have done a driver's test and i don't think i'll ever get in a driverless car but let's see <laughs> um absolutely i think i think it'd do a lot of people favors if the driving test was to be wiped from in order to get your driving license but yeah, that is a scary thought you're right <laughs> Um, but definitely, you know, that AI is certainly the way forward and um, the more we look at actually how people are making use of data and actually mining that data and, you know, the intelligence that you can actually get from that and the analysis that people are doing and um, commercialising that data, um, there's so much more to do on that and it will continue to develop and evolve. It really is. And again, data being a big piece, everyone's, everyone's kind of tracked in a way, some way, shape or form we know now. And, what happens with that data who knows we'll see um so final question from me louise thank you so much for the uh, answer so far by the way so to end each episode uh, we'd like to ask our guest what advice they would offer a past version of themselves what would yours be please um probably the biggest thing i would say is take every opportunity that's put in front of you so certainly within my career um I've done a number of different projects, some that I've loved, some that I haven't. But if I reflect on it, even when you've done something that you don't enjoy, you still learn a lot from it and you can take a lot away from it. So um, I would say every opportunity that's put in front of you, whether you're scared about it or whether kind of you're a bit apprehensive because it's not really in the area that you want to be involved in, grab it with both hands, go try it out, see if you enjoy it. And actually, you'll definitely take away, you know, um, an experience from it and learn something from it. Um, the other thing I would say is probably don't be afraid to ask for help. So if you're sitting there and you know you have a problem in front of you or you know you don't know if you're doing the right thing, always ask for help, always reach out to other people. That's the whole point of actually having a network of people around you who have had the experience, have been through things, have probably you know examples of when they've done it themselves. So never be afraid to put your hand up and ask for help on something.
Louise, this has been a fantastic conversation and I'm sure it's given a lot of our listeners the inspiration to look into a career within tech. And so for our listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you're interested in a career at PwC, head over to our website, pwc.co.uk forward slash careers. Thanks for listening and take care.